The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 14th of April. In your Squiz today, Tasmania faces a COVID-19 outbreak. The US now leads the global coronavirus death toll. Julian Assange's two children. And remembering Apollo 13. This is your Squiz today. Health Minister Greg Hunt has said we're officially flattening the curve, which is very welcome news after a long weekend that saw most Australians staying put and social distancing. We're not out of the woods yet, though. He also went on to warn that there could be outbreaks and spikes, and one place where that is very true is Tasmania. There's an outbreak developing in northwestern Tassie, Clare. Two hospitals were closed in Burnie yesterday. Also, up to 5,000 people were quarantined. Their health workers in that region and their close family, uh, people that they're living with, they're in lockdown for 14 days. What is believed to have happened there is people coming home from the Ruby Princess cruise ship uh, have died in one of those hospitals. There's three cases of that. Uh, they believe that that might be responsible for this developing cluster of cases. So the Premier, Peter Gutwin, has moved to shut it down and has really asked for cooperation of locals there. Overall, though, Claire, Australia is doing quite well in the containment stakes. Restrictions won't be lifting anytime soon, though. What are the three key milestones that would have to happen first? We need to have a really sustained decrease in cases. Uh, and while our number of cases are coming down, what the Chief Medical Officer, Brendan Murphy, said yesterday is to just be a bit careful about that fall in numbers because there hasn't been a lot of testing happening over Easter. So that could be responsible for some of the fall. We'll know a bit more about that this week and into next week. Uh, The second thing is making sure our health system is really geared up to deal with a sudden spike of cases and we need to be able to do that because if restrictions are lifted and something happens, we need to be able to move really fast. Uh, And the third is that there needs to be a plan for the staggered reopening of our community and of businesses and that's a plan that's really just being thought through right now. And that's needed to again make sure there's not a surge in new cases and new deaths. In terms of numbers overall more than half the cases in Australia have recovered. There's been 6,360 cases. There have been 61 deaths. And just quickly while we're talking about Australia's numbers it's predicted that our unemployment rate will reach around 10% which is the highest it's been in 30 years. Official figures for March will be released on Thursday. Let's take a look now overseas, Claire, and UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been released from hospital after three days in an ICU ward with coronavirus. He's now recovering at home. He put out a video on Twitter and had some very high praise for both the National Health Service in the UK and a particular nurse, Jenny, from New Zealand. Jenny McGee, a Kiwi nurse, her parents have done some media overnight saying that they're very proud of their daughter and that she's very professional and she treated him exactly as she would treat any other patient. Johnson looked particularly rough and ready in in a video that he recorded. He's been pretty sick, but interesting to see that he said that things could have gone either way. And there's reports or so of his colleagues being told last week that he had a 50-50 chance of survival. So yeah, clearly very scary. 
The UK and the US both recorded terrible significant milestones over the weekend, more than 10,000 deaths in the UK and more than 22,000 deaths in the US. Yeah, the deaths in the US have now passed Italy for that grim title of being the nation with the most fatalities from this coronavirus outbreak. And in news over the weekend, WikiLeaks confirmed that founder Julian Assange got engaged and had two children while in the Ecuadorian embassy. He has two sons, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. He's engaged to a South African-born lawyer, Stella Morris. They met back in 2011 when she was working with the Australian human rights lawyer, Jennifer Robinson, on his Swedish sexual assault case. She says that a relationship started uh, then in 2015 and they had kids uh, as a way of giving him something to look forward to when he got out of the embassy. Mm, That hasn't quite gone to plan. He was dragged from that Ecuadorian embassy to prison for breaching parole. He's now fighting extradition to the US where he faces charges of hacking and espionage. And in economic news, the production war between Saudi Arabia and Russia has seen the price of oil reach 18-year lows, but a deal between countries like the US, Russia and Saudi Arabia could soon help with the fall in prices. And of course, this has come at a time when the coronavirus has hit and that means that the demand for oil is down by a third, analysts say. It's because we're not driving anywhere and planes aren't flying anywhere. And while there's still a bit of industry happening and there's still, of course, trucks going uh, around the world delivering things to supermarkets and the like, uh, there is a big pressure on oil prices that have seen, you know, the value of some of our biggest energy companies fall quite significantly as part of this downturn. So Donald Trump was a big advocate for a deal, particularly between Russia and Saudi Arabia, to deal with the production end of things. Uh, He says that this deal will save hundreds of thousands of jobs in the energy sector in the US, and uh, they imagine that it will also save jobs in other parts of the economy. And in some sad news over the weekend, Claire, Tim Brooke Taylor, the legend of British comedy and member of comedy trio The Goodies, died on Sunday from COVID-19. You're probably too young to really remember yeah, the goodies. The goodies. I had to do a bit of a Google. Yeah, well, God, that's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the goodies were massive in the 70s and into the 80s. So if you're my generation and you're a kid, you know, coming home from school, uh, the goodies was always on the ABC and their theme song is firmly etched <laughs> in my mind. He was very warmly remembered over the weekend by Graham Garden and by Bill Oddie, his sidekicks, but also pretty much everyone from across British comedy. He really was a mainstay uh, of British comedy for six decades. We've put a link in the Squiz Today email if you do need a bit of a refresher or a 101 on the goodies. Vale also to Sterling Moss Clare, the Formula One driver passed away at 90 years of age. Not of coronavirus. He had been battling a long illness. He died uh, in London. He won 16 Grands Prix uh, between the 50s and the 60s, which really was the sort of romantic age of Formula One. Mm. He never won, though, a world championship, but plenty of people said yesterday that he really should be remembered as one of the greatest drivers of all time. 
wrapping up now, Claire, and yesterday marked the 50th anniversary of NASA's most successful failure, the launch of Apollo 13. Look, a great excuse to go and get that Tom Hanks movie out, Apollo 13, one of the great movies of the last 20 years or so, really good thing to watch if you're on isolation duty. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a really amazing story and known by those who are close to it as Mission Control's finest hour. Uh, It happened not even a year after they first landed a man on the moon. NASA had to work out a way with those astronauts to get them back to Earth in one piece after there was an explosion uh, after takeoff that leaked oxygen into space. They really had to fight for their lives and get home. It's an incredible story. And it's where we get the famous Houston, we've got a problem, but that's not actually the words, is it? No, Houston, we've had a problem. So yeah, (laughs) go forth and correct people on that today. People really like being corrected when they get those (laughs) sort of famous quotes wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And what's the subject line today? So I've gone with a bit of rock set this morning, which is a great way to start a week. Uh, come on, join the joy ride. It goes to our squiz sayings this morning, and there's the story of a 64-year-old Frenchman. <laughs> he was on a joy ride in a fighter jet, and he hit the ejector button mid-flight because he was just so panicked. So not this so story. much joy, but, um, yeah, it had a happy ending <laughs> at least. He arrived safely back to Earth. His poor colleagues got him this joy ride as a surprise gift. Uh, he was so terrified when he was up there, he accidentally pressed the ejector button, so you can only imagine how much more terrified <laughs> he was. Uh, if you want to get your heart racing, go and have a read of this one in the Squiz Today email. I think that's all from us. Another short week ahead. Yay. Have a good Tuesday and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.